Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. With Jamie Rivers and Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's Rivers and BK on 101 ESPN. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Very excited to be joined by Pedro Gomez. He's an ESPN reporter. You can hear Pedro on the Cardinals versus Padres broadcast coming up on ESPN2. That will be broadcasted live at 4 o'clock. Pedro, we always appreciate the time, man. How are you doing out in beautiful San Diego today? I am doing well. Uh, much better than the Padres pitching staff right now. Uh that's not looking so good for them. And yeah. that really, really was a strength for them. Let's start with that, Pedro. I wanted to ask you about it because we get the news earlier today. It looks like Clevenger's not going to be able to go in this series. No real update yet, at least for us, on what the status is for Lamette. What are you hearing on that front? And how big of a blow is this to the Padres? Well, I'll take the latter, the latter first. It's a huge blow. Uh, the reason they went at the trade deadline and got Clevenger is because they felt we have a lot of really, really good pieces here. And if we add a guy that can be a game one starter in a postseason series, this, this was the belief inside the Padres front office that they felt we can go, we can go really far, far with this. If we add a guy that has postseason experience and is not afraid of the October bright lights. And that's what Mike Clevenger has shown in his days in Cleveland, to lose him is enormous. And look, Lamette is is a tremendous, tremendous young pitcher. But we all know that a lot of times the young pitcher needs the veteran to kind of lead. It's kind of like what we saw with the Cubs a few years ago when they got John Lester and all of a sudden the rest of that pitching staff fell in line because there was that big horse leading the way. Clevenger would have been that guy, and it is very unlikely that he is going to be able to pitch um, in, in, in the postseason at all. So huge blow. Lamette still unknown, but uh, he still has not thrown a bullpen. He threw 120 feet yesterday, flat ground. Jace Tingler, the Padres manager, said he did get after it, but not being able to get on the mound – You've got, to, you've got to really wonder if he's going to be able to go. Yeah, and Pedro, we do actually have breaking news right now from Jeff Passan, your colleague. Neither Mike Clevenger nor Danielson Lamette are on the Padres wildcard roster. Both have been placed on the taxi squad, so neither will be able to play against the Cardinals in this wildcard round. It looks like the Padres are going to go with Paddock in game one, presumably Zach Davies in game two. Now that we do have this official news, and it's crazy that it happened with the timing like this, uh, <laughs> yeah. what's your reaction to that news? Well, it, it certainly uh, is good news in terms of, you know, you hate good news to come like this, but it certainly bolsters the Cardinals' chances, chances of uh, – of winning this series. Um, 
you know, you don't have your two best starters. That hurts. Uh, although, I will say this, you know, we saw the Astros yesterday. Zach Greinke is obviously their best, best starter, but he was not that effective, had to be lifted after four innings, and we saw the Astros advance. So they do have playoff pedigree on the Astros roster. This Padres roster, while there are some players who have had postseason and World Series experience, like an Eric Cosmer, like a Manny Machado, they don't have a lot of it. Their, their, their players are, for the most part, going to be undergoing their first postseason experience in a few hours. And sometimes it's tough to be able to do all of that without your two best starting pitchers. So uh, it, it, it's, it's a real blow to this Padres club. They have been resilient. They have been fun. They have been exciting. They have been together. So I think we're going to learn a lot about this Padres club in a few hours. Pedro, it's no secret the Cardinals have had ups and downs, struggles, however you want to word it, with their offense this season. And, you know, maybe a lot of that could be contributed to playing a massive amount of games in a short period of time after their battle with the COVID uh, crisis that they had. But as we head into this series, Paul Goldschmidt is truly the only guy that's been consistent throughout the season for the Cardinals. In your opinion, who else on the roster really has to step up here to add that other bat in the, in the rotation for them? Um, they, they just need two more guys to really step up. And, you know, they need it to be somewhere consistent with each other. If they can do that, it doesn't matter who. And, and we know that in playoff baseball, a lot of times it's somebody that you are not expecting to be the one who stands up. I mean, it could be Bader. It could be – who knows who it could be. But they need somebody, Wong, anybody to step up and be able to do something. And, you know, they, look, they also have a huge advantage in the sense that there's not a single Padres hitter who has ever faced Tim. Um, and, you know, you're going from zero to 100 the very first time that you step in the batter's box – uh, against a guy like this, and I don't mean 100 miles per hour. <laughs> I meant more, you know, in the car sense. In, in you know, you're just flooring it, and it's like, whoa! I've never seen this guy. His arm action, his arm slot, the way the ball moves, nothing, nothing. And video cannot truly give you that until you step in the box. So there, there's definitely some pluses, but you're right. The offense has struggled. I mean, they they hit. <laughs> it's amazing. We saw a stat yesterday when we were on our production call. Marcelo Zuna, I think, hit 18 home runs this year, and all Cardinal outfielders hit 22. Um, oh, that so, stings. We, we don't have to discuss that, oh, Pedro. That stings, Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> I um, mean, don't, don't look over at New York where Luke Voigt's been good either. That, <laughs> that didn't happen. Yeah, I mean, you know, they look, they, they're going to need some production, and this is, this is a bigger stadium. This is not a uh, home run happy park. Um, so, you know, you, it, it might play for the Cardinals in the sense that if they can get gap shots as opposed to trying to muscle the ball over the wall, that could absolutely work in their favor because uh, th- this is not the type of ballpark that lends itself to a lot of home runs, although the Padres hit a lot. But, uh, you know, it, 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 I will say this. Day games in California, the ball does fly a little bit better than it does at night when that marine layer comes in. So you might see some home runs, but uh, they, I don't think the Cardinals should be looking at, we've got to muscle the ball. They need to play that 1980s Cardinals ball where they were, you know, running all over the place and just slapping balls into the gaps. 
We're talking to Pedro Gomez, ESPN reporter. He's on the call. He's on the broadcast for Cardinals versus Padres on ESPN2 coming up at 4 o'clock. You can give him a follow on Twitter as well, at Pedro Gomez ESPN. Pedro, you mentioned you were on the, your, uh, your call yesterday for your production meeting. What do you find most interesting about this series? What's the thing that you're going to be looking for in particular as we go into game one tonight at 4 o'clock? I mean, what I just mentioned, the fact that not a single Padres hitter has ever faced Kim. I think that's going to be the most fascinating part. Jace Tingler yesterday, the manager, spoke about how this is going to be old-school baseball where a guy faces him, he's walking back. Let's say he makes an out, he's walking back to the dugout. He's going to be telling the, the, whoever's on deck, look, his, uh, his two-seam fastball does this. His changeup does that. Uh, th- you know, this is going to truly be the way baseball was played before video became such a big part of the sport. And uh, that's that to me is going to be fascinating to see how the Padres do against someone that, like I said, he's a rookie, but he's not a normal rookie. He's a 32 year old rookie with a lot of professional experience in the KBO. He has played a lot of postseason games in the KBO. So there's no reason that Kim should be in awe of playing in a postseason series here because he's done it throughout his career. And again, I, to me, the most fascinating thing, like I said, is the fact that these Padre hitters are seeing him for the very first time in their life. Yeah, he did. He's had an excellent season for sure. And to your point about, you know, not being in awe, just your perspective on this. How will having no fans be there affect both of these teams? They went through the regular season and I get it. And they did a fantastic job. But postseason baseball, I mean, it's all about some of the crowd noise that you can generate, some of the energy in the building. And maybe not having that fan noise, maybe that'll help guys like Kim not be intimidated or Dylan Carlson, who's a young guy, not you know feeling too many nerves at the plate. Do you think that that's going to play into it at all? Well, I think it certainly would help the Padres if the place was packed with 30,000, 40,000 people, you know, 38,000, 40,000 uh, who, you know, have not seen a postseason game here in 14 years this place would normally be electric and that is the type of atmosphere that could rattle some people and and you don't even know how the Padres players would react to it but you'd think it would be much more of a positive for them so yeah that that's another thing that that is probably hurting the Padres more than anything because these games all three potentially would be right here in front of their fans who, like I said, are starved for postseason baseball and cannot get inside the stadium. So there's a, there's, there's a lot of factors here working against the Padres. And if we've learned anything in professional sports, sometimes that can actually work in your favor because it makes everybody band together. So, Hey, that, there's a reason we play the games. It's to see who's going to win. You mentioned that there's a reason why we play the games. I was looking yesterday at some of the predictions. 54 of the 60 riders on ESPN, MLB.com, CBS took the Padres to win this series. And I do get it. I mean, if you look at the rosters and you look at how these teams certainly have hit this year, the Padres are the obvious choice of the two teams. I don't think there's as big of a gap, though, as 54 of 60 riders picking the Padres to beat the Cardinals. Where do you fall on this, Pedro? This will be our last question for you. Who do you do you view this as a big gap between the Padres and the Cardinals going into this series? Well, it's I did not know that number, but I'm in the group of six, by the way, because uh, they asked me for my prediction, and I did pick the Cardinals to win this series. Um, 
Uh, and and I, I know, of course, it shouldn't be 54 to 6. I think a lot of people get swept up into the excitement that the Padres did provide this year. And I know that a lot of the, you know, east of the Mississippi uh, didn't really get to see a lot of it because a lot of the games are so late out in, you know, in the Pacific time zone here. And they never varied from that time zone other than going to Colorado for a few games in the mountain time zone. So there's a lot of the games were late, late at night for the Eastern um, fans. They're, they're, look, the Padres are an exciting club. They, they truly had a great record. They earned it. They did make those trade deadline moves. You know, one of them getting Trevor Rosenthal, who has been the old Trevor Rosenthal, by the way, um, the, the one that Cardinal fans remember from the start of his career. Uh, and and they, they, the reason they did these moves is because they felt we're not – going to wait we're ready to win right now but you know the injury thing is is going to be that's going to be hard to overcome for these fans for these uh players uh i i i'm a little surprised that it was 50 46 but of course i think at that point they probably thought clevenger and and lamette were going to be able to pitch because a lot of times you have to turn in those predictions a few days ago so uh but but I, I'm in the group of six, by the way. <laughs> Pedro, you certainly made yourself a few fans here in St. Louis with that prediction. We look forward to hearing you on the broadcast tonight. Cardinals versus Padres, game number one on ESPN2 coming up at 4 o'clock. Pedro, we always appreciate the time, man. Thanks so much for joining us today. We look forward to hearing you on the call tonight. All right, guys. Take care. You got it. That's Pedro Gomez, ESPN reporter here on 101 ESPN.